Thanks for listening to the Red Pill Current News Podcast where we bring you the news you won't hear on mainstream media. New episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Visit our website at www.politicalnewspodcast.us. Be sure to follow us on all platforms. We are on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcast, and many more. Now here is your host, the Kentucky Guy. Yep, that's right. It's me, the Kentucky Guy, here hosting the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for today's episode. Before we get to that, I did want to let you know that we are switching up our platform a little bit. Uh, We are still going to bring you the news each and every time we're up. We're always going to keep you informed on what's really happening, not only in America, but as our world as a whole. Uh, however, we do have a lot of different things going on right now. We have authors coming on and doing interviews. We have mediums coming on and doing interviews. We have other podcasters coming on. We have comedians coming on. So we are changing it up just a little bit uh, because we want to appeal to a wider variety of audience. So if you guys like the platform and how it's going, you can always leave us feedback or even If you want to be a part of the show one day and be a guest on here and have your own interview, you can do that too. Just drop me a line at OLKentucky spelled out 99 at yahoo.com. OLKentucky 99 at yahoo.com. Come and join the fun. It's all about all of us working and helping each other throughout this crazy time in America. Once again, I'm the Kentucky guy. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you, and as always, God bless, and God bless this country. And welcome to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. I'm your host, the Kentucky Guy. I hope everybody's having a fantastic Saturday. Uh, the weekend is upon us. Finally, the work week is over. Hey, if you're new here, be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button. We are on all platforms, including iHeartRadio, Pandora, as well as Spotify, Apple, Google, and the list goes on and on. We do have a special guest with us today. And I'd like to get right to them. But before then, if you'd like to be a guest on the show or have any questions, uh, you can always email us at olkentucky99 at yahoo.com. That's olkentucky spelled out 99 at yahoo.com. Also, for you wrestling fans, be sure to check out Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast with myself and my co-host, Donnie Cage. We drop new episodes there every Monday and Friday. Uh, We talk about past, present, and future uh, superstars and promotions. Okay, guys, so I'm excited. I want a big round of applause for today's guest. Uh, please welcome to the show. He is a uh, podcast host of the Porcupine uh, podcast and the cult of us. He's a comedian and libertarian. Adam Nutter, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, man? Thank you for having me. Hey, buddy, how are we doing? Good. Good. Just took my dog on a on a walk. Had some family drama. I had to deal with you know a bunch of fun a fun Friday. <laughs> hey, it wouldn't be Friday right without that kind of stuff. Facts. Uh, so uh, or Saturday. Sorry. Uh, so um, <laughs> so. All right, guys, you busted us. We're recording this a day early. Okay. <laughs> We're busted. Uh, so Adam, uh, uh, if you don't care, since this is your first time, second time being recorded, but first time on a live show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you go ahead and give us a little bit of background about yourself for the audience? Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, I'm, a, I'm a comic. I've been doing comedy for nine, ten to ten years uh, around that. Um, I have two podcasts, like you said, the Porcupine, which is a political, you know, current event one. Um, it's mostly libertarian, but I've had on uh, other people to talk just, you know, differing ideas and stuff like that. Uh, and then my comedy podcast I do with my buddy, the great Neil Wood. Uh, it's called The Cult of Us. That's no politics. 
So if you guys are like, I don't want to hear anything about Biden or Trump or anything anymore. You just want to laugh. Go check out the cult of us. Uh, I promise you, it was just us making fun of each other and things. Um, I am a libertarian. Uh, I am not of this of what the Libertarian Party was. That the Libertarian Party was filled with uh, lefty progressives under the guise of libertarianism and a few neocon warhawks in there as well. Um, but we, I'm part of the new Libertarian Party. Essentially, I'm part of the Mises Caucus, which is inside the Libertarian Party, and the Mises Caucus kind of controls the National Party right now, uh, as of May. And uh, we care about economics and personal property rights, your rights to defend yourself, you know, um, the stuff that matters, not, you know, what I say or, or, or what's on TV, <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. So uh, we, we care about the country, we care about our culture, we care about our children, and we're here to hopefully uh, course correct what the left has destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, speaking of uh, Biden and Trump, I forgot to mention, guys, the new book uh, is out now and is published. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple, Borrowbox, Baker & Taylor, all that good stuff. Bobo, uh, the name of the book is America, Land of the Sleeping, and I think it's going to fit right in with today's episode as well. So um, you mentioned Biden. Now, <laughs> uh, let's hear your thoughts on the current administration, and then we want. I want to... Because uh, I have a comparison between him and who you think is the worst president. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I'll go ahead and turn that over to you. What do you think yeah. about this current administration, sir? It's, I, I can't believe them. it's worse than the Obama years. Like, ob like in far as, like, economy. Because um, Obama economy is pretty bad. But this is, like, actually, I mean, uh, measurably worse. You can actually measure that in numbers, right? Like, the inflation's at all-time high, almost, I believe. Um uh, uh, no, just no jobs. Uh, everything's cr everything's currently stocks are dropping. Um, crypto's dropping because of what what they're doing because they're just pumping out money with the Federal Reserve. Uh, so this is yeah, easily one of the worst administrations we've had in recent history. Um, you're referring to my uh, my hatred towards Woodrow Wilson, who <laughs> I believe who is the worst president of all time. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> but but Biden's um. It's pretty, this is pretty bad. Like we're, we're going down a real bad path for sure. Yeah. I, I think it's funny you mentioned the Obama years because, uh, I have this, uh, saying that I say, uh, all the time, uh, on all my social media accounts and on these, uh, episodes as well. This is Obama's third term. I think, I think Obama's yeah. pull, pulling the uh, puppet strings of, uh, Joe Biden along with communist China. So it's uh, China's, um, China's not this threat that people think they are. Like they're, um, they're still a communist country. As much as they want to pretend they have free trade, and they're not, right? Like, um, you could actively watch videos right now of China destroying multiple, multiple high-rise buildings because they have no money and no people to live there. It's, 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 it's like I feel like um, the, the the right now the left and right kind of, especially I don't know. I wouldn't say especially the right, but both parties kind of beat the China drum. But they're 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 not. We just owe them money, but they're not real real threat to us. <laughs> like they can't do anything. They can't. The military is not great. Like we're also we can't be invaded. So there's all these things that you know people don't talk about. That but they're they're a joke. China's a joke. And like yeah, they they might toe the line of some Chinese stuff, but like it doesn't really matter. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like they they're not the influence people think they are. Like it's the same thing with Russia. They're broke. Like they have no money. <laughs> like it's it's they're not this powerhouse that that that, that they supposed to be is my point gotcha and i think that uh the chinese uh the invasion of taiwan i think that's going to happen but i think it's going to be a false flag uh mm. i think it's going to be like this uh uh ukraine thing going mm -hmm. on yeah because uh, we're not getting the truth on that no and kidding <laughs> every, everything that's happening over there really isn't happening uh putin's already got what he wanted he set out to get rid of their biochemical weapon labs. And he's already done that. He's already proven that. And that, and Taiwan is the second leading uh, threat when it comes to biochemicals. Uh, so uh, I do think China will go in there and maybe wipe those out. Uh, but I think it won't be, they're not going in there to take them over to make them part of China. I think that's all crap. Well, so, yeah. So here's, here's the other thing too. And like, uh, I guess I'll just the Putin thing first. Take away that even, right? And then if people, again, don't want to, uh, the news isn't on it. We all know that, right? The journalism's dead. Um, 
everyone lies. If you just look at uh, history, truthfully, um, NATO is trash and should be disbanded. Uh, not NATO, um, the UN. Actually, both, but I'm at the UN. <laughs> the UN's trash. All that is trash. And, uh, you know, you had uh, the EU and stuff, and, and the UN make promises to Russia years ago, back in the 80s, saying, like, we won't, we won't push further past, like, you know, Romania and stuff like that. We won't push past certain parts. And because, you know, we don't want that. We don't want that stress. You got your thing. We got our thing over here. And they were like, cool. And then over the last 35 years, all they've done is push, push, push closer and closer to Russia's border. But they were they were they've been uh, the EU has been taking in new countries. The U.N. has been taking in new countries that they said they wouldn't take in before. And then they're putting missile bases on like the Ural, the footsteps, like the Ural Mountains and stuff like that facing Russia. And then Russia's like, hey, man, this isn't cool. And they're like, what? We're not doing anything. We're not doing anything. I don't know what you're talking about. So this whole like idea of like the like Russia just aggressing for no reason. It's like no, Putin's trash and Russia's trash like as the government. But that doesn't mean that like one side's right. They're both wrong. You know, like it's bad to start war and kill innocent people. It's also bad to to do what the the West has been doing. So, but again, no one wants to look at that objectively and be honest. And then um the second part of that is like uh what, what would we say uh, uh, Taiwan right um. Taiwan's very hard to invade also. They're an island, and they're a mountainous island too. If you look at like the foothill of Taiwan, they have like giant cliffs. Again, it's and they have also a pretty decent-sized defense force. It'd be very hard for China to just walk into Taiwan. You know, like, they would have a struggle. And again, it's not like they have a good military. They just have a lot of people. It means nothing. They'll, they'll use them for cannon fodder, you know, but it, it, would, it would take a real effort. Um, that being said, we shouldn't send a dollar, dime, or troop to defend any of this. We watched our own citizenry, families lose businesses, kill themselves, relationships ruined forever, lives ruined forever, and the government turned around and said, "Is twelve hundred dollars enough for you?" While they sent forty billion to Ukraine, you know, so yeah. they hate you, <laughs> and they're actively trying to ruin us. They want us under the thumb of the government in a new world order. That's very obvious and clear. I mean, that couldn't be any more clear over the last three years. So we have to fight back somehow, but the problem is how, when everything's corrupt, I don't know, <laughs> you know? Well, it, it comes down to us, the people, the people have to start standing up for themselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, you mentioned that, uh, uh, journalism's dead and, and, I, and I agree that mainstream, uh, yeah. media journalism's dead, but, uh, guys like yourself and me, uh, we're trying to keep it alive and get the truth out there. Yeah, uh, with no, that. you're right. You're right. I meant mainstream journalism. It's like, it's like all the Foxes, CNNs, MSNBCs, whatever, three-letter agency you want to say, they're all garbage. They all can't be trusted. Yes, they are. They're, they are all, they are, uh, and have been for years, they're politically corrupt. Uh, they do not want, they're, they're scared to death to tell the Americans what really is happening in the world, not just here in the United States, but in the world. And you're absolutely right. Our borders are wide open, and people just continue to bring drugs and things like that from the cartel across our borders. That's fact, right? However, we are going to send our troops and our money over to Europe to protect Poland's border uh, as Russia invades Ukraine, supposedly, uh, and send Ukraine all this money and uh, equipment as well while our border, while we're, we're we're pretty much being invaded. You know what I mean? By so, drugs. Right. So, and here's, here's the libertarian answer to that. Uh, you just legalize all drugs and that goes away tomorrow. Tomorrow. It, it's uh, the only reason that that exists is because there's a black market and there's a black well, market for everything illegal, right? Cause people are going to want, people are going to get what they want no matter how they, do, how it goes about. If you just completely legalize everything, there's no reason for a black market. There's no reason for a cartel. There's absolutely no reason for any of that. If you legal, like again, I I don't I I'm on a I'm on a month long weed break. I don't even drink. I don't do any other. I mushroom the occasional mushroom here and there. If they legalize heroin tomorrow, you're not going to go do heroin. I'm not going to go do heroin. No one's going to go do heroin tomorrow because they legalize it. No one's going to do heroin. Heroin addicts are going to do heroin to legalize heroin tomorrow. The the idea that everything's going to crumble if that gets legalized, it wouldn't. It would though solve crime, tax issues. It would just, it would just, you could, you could, you could effectively dismantle the, the DEA and the ATF almost instantaneously, which are also trash, you know, but again, we're going to go into the guise of like, oh, well, it's, we care about our people. No, you don't. 
No, you don't. That's a lie. That's 100% a lie. It's because money is not to be made there yet. But as soon as there is, you'll see that legalized pretty quickly. You know, but that's how you stop all the black market and crime stuff easily. It's you just legalize it and it's gone. It is gone tomorrow because there's no there's no reason for it anymore. Because you could just go, well, I could risk my life going down a shady alleyway to make a heroin deal and maybe get robbed or stabbed by the homeless guy selling it to me, or I could just go to the store. <laughs> like that's the answer. And I know people don't want to hear that, but that's the truth. Um, yeah, and when mainly when I'm talking about drugs, I'm talking about fentanyl. That's really what's killing our kids right now. Right, because why though? Because it's 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 unregulated nonsense. It, it's just they're cutting it with fentanyl because it's cheaper, right? But if right. you if you have a if you can make money, like the fact that people think that like companies are like morally like they have moral, they don't. <laughs> companies don't have morals, and and they, that's what they're for. They're there to make money. That's economics one one. That's right, Austrian economics one one. Companies make money. If you legalize drugs, companies will. Make clean heroin, make clean cocaine, make clean whatever, and sell it as a product, and people will buy it because that will make money for them. It's that simple. Again, fentanyl only exists because it's cheap. That's why. That's why it's killing everybody. But again, hey, you, you legalize that, it goes away. So, so let's move to the actually the biggest thing that's happening on our border that is actually making the cartel more money than drugs ever did, and it's actually it, it's pretty depressing to think about. Uh, and I know you can't legalize this, and that's uh, human trafficking. Yeah, that's a that's rough one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, problem, man. That is a giant problem. Uh, it's it's. But how do you stop that? Right. I mean, you can't. All you could do is just try to f- find out and stop it as it goes. But like, you're never gonna st- you're never gonna stop human trafficking ever, ever, ever. It's impossible. Right. Uh, the best you could do is be proactive and try to stop it and, and get leads and, and go after people. But like again, it's it's gonna it's always gonna be a thing. I think you can put a huge dent in it. I think there's one connected uh, organization at the front of all of it, and I think if you can get to them, I'm not saying I don't know who they are, but if you could get to them, and I think there are people out there, good good people, uh, and I'm not going to say just in America, but in the world. Uh, working together to bring this uh it's it's like a net of different groups and there's one head to it all uh and i've found out through some intel that they have took a lot of them down uh everything's done behind the scenes the mainstream media never of course of course you know mainstream media is they're a bunch of pedophiles themselves so they don't you know just look at wait until you guys see uh, and that's everybody listening to the actual records from epstein island you will be shocked at the names on there. I promise. And it's coming. Maxwell, you think she, I'm getting ready to do a special report on her. She's not just sitting in a jail cell. She's talking. She's showing stuff. So uh, watch out for that. <laughs> my, 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 my fear is, though, because it's so corrupt, they shut it down. Like, the fact that she's not dead is blowing my mind. You know, so, like, yeah, she might be talking, but I don't think anything's going to happen. Like that's the problem is is because everything's so corrupt, right? Like the FBI, the FBI since 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, God, <laughs> since its in, uh, inception has been corrupt, right? Like the the FBI has been corrupt since Jagu Rahan. It's never been this again moral law enforcement agency. We're like we're out to defend the Constitution and fellow Americans. Wrong. <laughs> never. None of them are. None of those three. Any three letter agency you know of is corrupt, and they've always been corrupt, right? They've always been infiltrated by 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 evil sources. So, like, who you have to look to, like, local, small, honestly, low, like sheriffs and stuff, who are like, no, 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 this is what we're doing here. Like, like those guys. Those guys can make a small difference. Don't look to the federal agencies. They're trash. They're all corrupt. They'll never help you. They're not out there. They're out there to do the bidding of their bosses. That's it. Yeah, and uh, just to just to follow up with you on on Maxwell, uh, the reason why she's not dead is because uh, the FBI or the CIA they don't have her in custody. They don't know where she's at. Uh, it's an intelligence group, uh, part of the military that actually has her uh, uh, captured. I guess you could say. Uh, I found that out during her trial, so uh, that's why she's still alive. <laughs> Interesting. And the military too. I mean, look at the military now. Like they're going woke, and that's a, for a purpose. That's on a like the Air Force is. I saw the Air an, Air an Air Force tweet a few months ago, and they're like, 
we want to like thank our like our trans lieutenant. I go, oh, this is irrelevant. This is totally irrelevant. This is just all for points for social media points. And I'm like, but that's the angle they're pushing our military is to be weak and 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 easily corruptible, just like the police departments. Again, we, I know we uh, another thing we talked about the Uvalde police department stuff like that. You know, twenty years ago, I don't care what you tell me. There's no way those they, they they're sitting in a hallway watching kids get killed. This is all done on purpose. Uh, everything's done on purpose, and and everything's meant to be weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker, and not to defend each other. That's 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 part of it. Why do you think they're pushing for this? Uh, the the government is pushing for the new social uh, currency. The new, like they're trying to make their own cryptocurrency to replace the dollar. Oh, I wonder why that is. <laughs> you know. Oh, so you can track all my movements. You can freeze my bank accounts. You can no, I pass. I'll, I'll stick with cash. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, they want to be. Uh... Biden's executive order on that is more aggressive than China's uh, cryptocurrency. In China, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, uh, a couple, a few weeks ago, uh, when they were having protests in their country, they shut down their citizens, a lot of them, bank accounts who were protesting to stop them. Uh, you know, and, and that's the kind of Joe, oh, sleepy Joe, I call him. Uh, he wants that power. Canada did it. Canada did it also. Yeah, <laughs> Canada did it. Canada is trash. Trudeau was evil. Like it's it's. It, uh, they were supporting truckers, and they're like, "We're going to freeze all your bank accounts." Oh, okay. Pull your money from the banks. Like, like it's 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 nuts. Like I, they're trying to do that here too, and they will. It's going to happen. <laughs> like just a matter of time. Twenty. I mean, you know, like it's only twenty twenty two still. This guy's been in office for two years, and everything crumbled. Again, this is what I liked about Trump. Um, he the economy was good under him. He made it a felony to hurt animals, and, <laughs> and he didn't. Uh, and he didn't start any new. He didn't end the wars. Didn't start any new wars. That's but he didn't end them. Um, and I know he did go after pedophile rings a lot, which was good. But again, that that's what I liked about him. Everything else. I have my, my I have my problems, but again, I have real issues with him, not the lies of Russiagate and all the other nonsense that they're peddling. I, I that's all fake and nonsense. That's not why I don't like the guy. I, I again, I, I could actually have real verifiable reasons as why I didn't wasn't a you Trump. Now was he better than Biden? Oh, it's not even close. It's not even close. <laughs> it's not even close. Him all day, every day. But we could have someone better. Is my point. Yeah, um, and he uh, and, and you know Trump, he has the habit of rubbing people the wrong way. I mean, he does. Uh, he has ever since, uh, uh, ever since I ever found out about him. Even when he was on, uh, uh, I used to think he was just a TV star because of the show, yeah. <laughs> The Apprentice. Uh, yeah. I actually talked about my book. I'm like, well, a TV star rides down an escalator and says he's running for president. I mean, that's really how I looked at him. <laughs> right. See, I, I'm from New York, so he was always around my childhood and stuff. You know, what I'm saying like the Trump name was always there, like especially in New York City. So I, I always knew who he was. But yeah. That's, I mean, a lot of people probably were introduced to him by that show and stuff like that, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so let's. Uh, I keep forgetting that this isn't the first. This is the first time we've talked on a screen. Let's talk a little bit about uh, um, what it means to be a libertarian. Like, what are your guys's? Uh, you said it's new. It's changed. You're not as far yeah. left. You're more of a conservative type libertarian uh, club now. But the what Mises, is the, the Mises caucuses? Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? What's that mean? Like so what's the, your guy? So back in May, we had our national convention and we were able to finally kick out and take over all these fake, we call them Loberts, like L O L B E R T S, um, Lobertarians as in they're just progressives and they were using this as a social club and they were using this at, to, to buddy up with the regime instead of fight the regime. And, uh, you know, we had enough of that. We're like, hey, we're supposed to be like standing up for individual rights and property rights and and, and the non-aggression principle and, and anti-war. And you guys are just not saying anything. You know, you have Reason Magazine, which is like a libertarian uh, thing. And they're trash. They're like, again, woke lefties. Uh, you had the Cato Institute, which used to be good. And they became woke lefty. Everything got infiltrated, right? Um, look to Ron Paul. Ron Paul was right about everything he said. Ron Paul's a true hero. And his son's good, not as good as his dad, right? Ron Paul is truly a brilliant man and was booed 
at the Republican convention in 08 for being like, these wars are wrong. And like, what are we doing? You know, like everything he said though has come true. Um, so we're more Ron Paul libertarians, if that makes sense. We, uh, he's our guy. Um, we subscribe to like, again, we call, we call the Mises caucus because that's off of Ludwig von Mises, the Austrian economic, uh, economist from back in the, the 1800s. And we, again, we're for property rights, good money, um, individual rights defending yourself defending your family we're we're definitely against all this fucking woke culture bullshit uh the confirmation of trying to get our kids to be trans uh the fucking crt shit no that all gotta go that's truly un-american and it's it's lies too it's also lies so yeah we're, we're for defending our culture our children our money and ourselves and not to be involved in foreign wars gotcha yeah and just to kind of remind you um Speaking of children, we have all ages that listen to this podcast. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, you sound pretty close to the conservative party, to be honest with you. We have a lot of alignments, for sure. Um, but, you know, when you guys have like Dan Crenshaw and stuff who are part of your party, well, <laughs> we're not going to roll with that. You know what I'm saying? He's not one of us. He'll never be one of us. That guy's a war hawk. He's yeah, garbage. Not, not everybody that calls themselves conservatives are truly conservatives. Of course. Liz, Liz, he's who you were just talking about is a perfect example. Crenshaw, yeah. uh, Liz Cheney, she's a perfect example. Yep. Megan McCain, all of them. I, I, I think I mentioned this before, but uh, the uh, Libertarian Party in New Hampshire, the Twitter account, um, which a few of my buddies run, a, a month ago, or this might have been early this month, they sent out a tweet on the anniversary of John McCain's death. And it was Megan McCain crying over her father's funeral. And they said, happy holidays. <laughs> and that got a lot of back. But it also got a lot of eyes on us. And a lot of people were like, yeah, F these people. You know what I'm saying? They're like, yeah, they're war hawks. Like, we, we don't want warmongers here. Warmongers and war hawks should be mocked. They should actually, war should happen. But we can't because of laws. So they should be mocked publicly at all costs. And let them know that they're trash. And they should never, ever, ever be in power. And ever, ever send Americans to die for nothing. And they should know that at every turn. I don't care. I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about who 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 you think we might offend. The fact that that made waves. We need to make waves as a party. And we weren't before. Now we are. Now we're in the spotlight. Now we're we're getting hit pieces for the uh, the uh, the Southern Law Poverty Center. They 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 attack us now. They're writing hit pieces about the Mises Caucus and Libertarian Party, which is good, right, for us because that means oh we're we're getting the eye of the regime on us, which is what we want. We want that. We want the smoke because we can handle it. We're smarter than you. I don't mean you. I mean, like, we're smarter than, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're smarter than these guys. So, like, we, and we have people that would debate and talk circles around them because they're dopes and we're smarter. It's just how it is. Yeah. Uh, any publicity is better than no publicity. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, and, and one thing, Adam, remember, you've told me these. I know these stories, but our audience doesn't. <laughs> it didn't record. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um. Actually, one of the things we did discuss, uh, you being from Pennsylvania, is uh, your lieutenant governor in his race against uh, uh, Dr. Oz. Now, you said something uh, when we talked earlier that really, really surprised me, and I think the audience would uh, like to hear it. You said that uh, he's going to beat Dr. Oz easily. by a landslide. Yeah, I think it'll be – I mean, I don't know if it's going to be a landslide. It's going to be pretty easily. I don't think it's going to be like a contention, contentious race. Um, the way Pennsylvania is set up is like Philly and Pittsburgh run everything because it's the major cities, right? Um like I said, I, I live in Bucks County now, which is I, I, I'm on the county over from Philadelphia, so we are attached. Uh, but even my county is like leans left, y you know. Me, I mean, it's like more down the middle, but it leans left more. Um, they're gonna control the election, and and Fetterman, even though he's awful and says tar terrible things, and by the way, want to point this out again? He uh, a few years ago, he chased an unarmed black kid down the street with a shotgun because he was just jogging. But, you know, party of tolerance and we're racist. I, I always forget that. But uh, yeah, so that happened to him. And, uh, and <laughs> he's trash. They're, they're, they're gar but, but because woke and no one wants to actually do any research. Also, Oz isn't good. Let's be honest. Oz is also trash. They, they, they should have put up a better candidate. That's the Republicans' fault. You know what I'm saying? He's not a good candidate. What, what has he done? What does he know? He knows nothing. He has no principles. I never heard him say one thing that I go, you're right. That's his own fault. And that's the Republicans' fault. You know, put up against somebody, put anybody, literally anybody with a brain that could be Fetterman. And they didn't. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like, 
And I was like, why don't you guys just join us? Why don't you guys just join us? Because you don't get it still. Because you guys still have guys like Brian Fitzpatrick who are voting for uh, against 2A uh, law. Like, you know, he's like, the red flag laws they voted for. They voted for uh, against 2A laws. They voted for to send money to Ukraine. All these guys are Republican. And like, I know they're rhinos, but like still, they're in your party. And I don't see anyone trying to get them out. So I can't go with you on you guys because of that. So we have to be like, well, until that happens, we're going to keep doing our own thing. I think you'll see a lot of rhinos be put out this November. I, I really do. So. I hope so. Um, one thing that I've noticed is uh, I think the last count that I've seen, uh, he's 125 to 6, and that's Trump uh, endorsement on conservative uh, representatives uh, for the midterms. So that that's pretty good. That is uh, good. Oz is but, bad though. <laughs> like he is. I mean, I'm, I, just saying, I'm saying Fetterman's better. I'm just saying he is bad. I don't understand why he backed Oz. I didn't understand it back then. Yeah. Because I used to speak against Trump a lot. Um. I and I, I still don't understand. There's got to be something that we just don't know about that. But you're right. He's a uh, his political views used to be off the wall. He has come in line a little bit, but uh, as far as his uh, actual knowledge. Um, that's why I couldn't understand Betterman not wanting to debate him because I think maybe Betterman would have got the best of them. Well, they are now. Oh, they are? Yeah, they are. But they're leaving. Um, we have a candidate running too, Eric Earhart, and we try to get him in there. And they were like, that, like I said before, the one time the Republicans and Democrats team up is to get us out. And they were like, he ain't doing it. <laughs> you know? So he can't debate them, but they're debating. They are. Okay. So yeah. cause the last I seen was, uh, uh, he blamed it on his health. His campaign managers did, and uh, so they, he wouldn't be able to debate Oz. So that must have changed. So that's yeah. good. Uh, I, I, I want to see this debate because I tell you, Betterman, man, he looks like a thug. He doesn't yeah. look like a lieutenant governor or anything like that. No, he's a commie. He's an actual communist. Uh, yeah, he, he, said, he said some commie stuff before. I, I can't remember off the top of my head what he said, but it was like, okay, commie. Uh, yeah, he's trash, but they don't, ca- they don't care, dude. You know that. You know they don't care. They do not care. All they see is Dem- the D in front of his name, and they go, vote, 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 D. We have to stop the extreme right wing. We're so dumb. D, 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 as my, fa- as my family and economy fails in front of me. D, D, D. They're, they're dumb. <laughs> they're dumb. Um, so you mentioned the UN earlier, and uh, you're right. The UN, uh, I think you called them trash, and you're absolutely yes. right. <laughs> they, they were all started. Okay, so the UN started after... Uh, Nazi Germany war, right? World War II. Yes, uh, yes. But, but the people that started it, that they brought in and that are still there, are neo-Nazis. Uh, most yeah. of the scientists from, <laughs> that Hitler had working on bombs and things of that nature that grew up under Hitler, uh, metaphorically, uh, and the Nazi regime, they started the UN. The U.S. brought them over here, like 16 different uh, Nazi scientists, and they started the UN. So... Well, yeah, it's not. And they want this one world order. They're just as much a part of it as NATO and uh-huh. uh, the Bilderberg group. Yeah. All these guys, they're all together. But like I tell the audience all the time, they are truly the minority. We're the majority. We of really course. are. But we, we've got to take our country back. It's going to be up to us. And it's got to start local government and work our way up, in my opinion. No, you're right. And I say this all the time. Presidency means nothing, really. Uh, they really don't have that much power. Uh, it's, it's, it's cause here's the thing. If you have a good, strong state, that state could tell the government to F off like straight up. They'd be like, we're good. Like, Florida. um, Florida. Well, I'll even give you one better than Florida. What's a uh, Christy gnome in North Dakota. Yep, yep. Yep. Um, she shut down 0%, zero percent, zero, zero lockdowns. Florida went into lockdown still. They never did. So she's the only governor truly who from the get go was like, nope, master optional. If you want. But we ain't locking down, and I'm not forcing masks on anybody. She was the only one, and then everybody else kind of followed suit. But like, still, even that, watching all these so so called freedom loving Republicans willingly shut down their state because they were told to do so is disgusting. And again, Trump locked us down. He did that. He started the inflation with those checks. He did that. Unforgivable. Unforgivable. You cannot lock us down. That goes against everything we stand for as a country and constitution. Get out of here! Like they, we get. I feel like the right gives them too much of a pass on that. They really do. Yeah, I, know, I know the Fauci stuff, but you're the president. You got to be like, no, I'm not shutting down people's freedoms because of this. This is crazy. 
Yeah, and I, I've said all along that uh, I believe Trump had wrong advisors around him. I, I really do. Oh, definitely. For a long time. Uh, uh, sometimes I wonder if he would have had the right people around him. What more he could have done, you know, in his in his term. Of but yeah, course. he was being sabotaged. <laughs> yeah, he was. He really was. <laughs> he was. But but my, but my point is, all right. that is true. But he's still the president. He still has a brain and could go. Yeah, I hear you. But I'm pretty sure locking Americans in their home for two weeks, air quote, is wrong. <laughs> like, you yeah. don't need someone to tell you that's wrong. If you're running on the platform of like, I love America, I love freedom, do you? Because I was in my house for like six months. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I don't know. I, I, it's inexcusable to me. And like, I, I don't give him a pass for that. Like, he has to be held accountable for that. And he's still touting the vaccine stuff too. Still, like yeah. you know, so those all bad stuff. Yeah, I the the uh, the jab thing. I know why warp speed happened, and I believe that of was course. to help take down the deep state. Um, why he even mentions the jab now, I have no idea. Uh, I don't get it. Um, and the and the people that we see on television, Joe Biden, uh, Harris, and what have you, um, taking the jab. It's not really the jab. Not what they're giving other people. Uh, you can tell if you look at the needle close enough that the needle for the actual vaccine is a lot bigger than the bigger, one. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I said you see, I go, I go, you pull videos and then like doing it like behind their arm. It's like so obvious. I'm like, you're behind his arm. <laughs> I have eyes. I can see what you're doing. It's crazy. They try to pass it off as real. Yeah, I mean, take a take a small like fruit or something and put under the, <laughs> their sleeve and put the needle into that, you know, be a little bit smarter anyway. Or it's just saline. Yeah, there you go. Like, and, it's, it's obvious. And I'm wondering uh, if some of that vaccine stuff that's going around, um, I'm wondering if some of it isn't just saline, to be completely honest with you. Because we know as we get more and more in depth in the COVID-19, oh, that yeah. the virus was just like the code, right? Yeah, yeah. will build up. Yes, there's people that die from it, but you have to look at something. People die who are in poor health from the flu. All the time. <laughs> all the time for all of history. It's crazy. Again, I didn't get it. I'm 35. I'm fairly healthy. I haven't been sick in three years. I had never got COVID. Right? It, it's like, it's crazy. It's like, oh, wow. I just like, I just kind of am not fat and I go outside and I walk my dog and I, and I, and I travel. And by the way, I don't wash my, I wash my hands, but like, I, I wash it after I poop and like if my hands are physically dirty, that's it. Like the fact that we're like, Oh, put up the antibacterial on your hands. Oh, we got to wash my For what? For what? Like you, do you not have a strong immune system? I grew up in Staten Island, literally a mile and a half from the Staten Island dump. Like, like we played in like the dump grounds kind of like we, like we have a pretty good immune system growing up. Like it just is what it is. Like it's, it's again, it's all, all this, garbage food that especially kids are eating all this sugar all this processed junk dude that all contributes to bad immune systems and instead of publicly working on that and being like exercise sports better healthy options it's nope mcdonald's take the jab stay inside it's yeah. so obvious yeah uh, it's a control thing yeah yeah and you know i'll tell you a little bit about my 2021 uh I, uh, I actually, uh, had some health issues that I didn't know about and, uh, uh, ended up on the, uh, ventilator for eight days. They thought they were going to actually lose me. Holy uh, hell. Yeah. I have a heart condition that I didn't know, uh, actually inherited from my mom. But, wow. uh, anyways, I tell you that, uh, not for pity or anything, but to kind of tell you, uh, about my COVID experience. So I got that and I got out in June no, I'm sorry. I got out in July. And then uh, when they had me on the respirator, they messed up something in my throat. Uh, and, you know, your esophagus? Yeah. Uh, the hole was supposed to be, like, so big. Mine was closing. I was having breathing problems. I couldn't figure I never. And you're talking to a guy who worked every single day and then worked at night because I ran my own business, too. So I was always, you know, on the go. Um, come to find out, when I was, on the, when I was in the hospital, I had double pneumonia in both lungs, and then they had to do surgery uh, to fix this thing in my throat, right? So I get out of the hospital at the end of, uh, at the middle of July from the surgery, 
the third, uh, the fourth week in August, I get COVID. The worst thing I got was a sore throat because right. I just had throat surgery. Seriously. Now, my wife and daughter got it as well because uh, once it gets in your home, you're not getting rid of it. Everybody's going to get it. I'm sorry. We tried everything <laughs> when I got it uh, to prevent them guys getting it. But now they were pretty sick. They didn't end up in a hospital or anything, but, you know, they had, you know, they, they had flu system, right. flu system what they had. But uh, so right then and there, I knew that COVID was not the beast because I'd have been gone, man. You know right. what I'm saying? Look at everything I just went through. I'd have been gone. And my sister, uh, bless her heart, she has the she has more health problems than anybody I know. <laughs> she really yeah. does. She's had them for years. You know what I mean? And she was in the hospital. Now, we're talking about a lady that would not leave the house, didn't leave the house for two years because of COVID. She got put in the hospital because it's just natural sickness. And when she was in the hospital, a nurse gave her COVID. And she told me the worst thing she got from it was the sniffles. Yeah, later her and everything, but all she got was the sniffles. And she has more pre-existing conditions than anybody I know. <laughs> so. My my, uh, my mother-in-law had it like two, three weeks ago. And before she knew she had it, she was fine, by the way. She had like no sense. Like she was like, oh, I just don't feel, I don't feel great. But like she was in our house, in our kitchen, playing with our dog, talking to us. We didn't get it. <laughs> you know like it's just, I don't know. It just is what it's like anything else. You're going to get it. You're not going to get it. It affects people. Now, my dad, he had it uh, a few weeks ago. Now, he, he was pretty bad. He actually ended up in the hospital because of it. First time he'd been in the hospital in like 45 years. Uh, and uh, he, he had a pretty rough. It mainly made him weak. I told him when he first found out he got it, I was go, dude, you're going to be tired. Fatigue is the biggest thing that I had to deal with when I had it. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that's one of the reasons why he had to go. But uh, he, he's fine now. And He's still not doing the mask. He's not doing the jab uh, because our immune system will build up to this just like it does the flu. I had the flu vaccine one time in my life, and that was the worst I've ever had the flu. I've never gotten the flu vaccine ever for that for, for that reason. Like, like it, it's um, why? What, uh, so I'm like, so you're telling me you're going to give me a strain of the flu to think that might combat this strain of the flu that I don't have? I'm gonna pass. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I got the flu like twice in my whole life. Maybe once actually. Even uh, no, I got the flu and strep throat at the same time. That sucked. But, but like, I got over it. I was fine. You know, like, I was miserable for a week, and that was okay. What amazes me is there's people out there that still don't get it. That they would. They want to depopulate the world, not just yeah. America, but the world. And in there, you mentioned the NWO, uh, New World Order, earlier. Yeah. Uh, in their playbook, I've seen the playbook. I've seen it. And the playbook basically is out the window if they can't get America involved. If they can't get America to fall under the uh, world economic system and the world health care yep. and the world religion, then they lose. They, they can't, you know, they're, they're not going to win. Uh, America is the key. And I think... Uh, that, you know, you mentioned a couple reasons why you did like Trump. One of the things I think Trump did when he was in office is he set their agenda back so far. That's why Joe Biden and his puppet masters are so aggressively pushing it right now because they're so, you know, they're so far behind. They never thought Trump would beat Hillary. They never did. Look, at, and if you think they did, watch, go back and watch the old, uh, the election night of CNN, MSNBC all those places, and look at the shock on the news reporters' faces. They never thought he could win. No, I agree. I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think uh, they thought so either, for sure. They were like, oh, we messed up, and that's probably what happened the next time. They're like, well, that won't happen again. <laughs> yeah, and I still, that's what I tell people all the time, uh, especially on this podcast. I'm like, guys, if, uh, if you sit at home and don't go vote this November, they're going to steal it again because it's it takes when somebody is doing corruption in the system, especially a voting system. And I don't think we've had a legal election in years. Uh, it takes an abnormal amount of people to go out to flush out the fake, you know, the steal. And uh, people need to go vote. I hear too often. Oh, you know, they're going to steal it anyways. Man, they are. If you're going to sit at home and not even try. 
they're definitely you're just going to let them win basically what you're doing you know i agree um but again that's if everything's on the up and up i mean which i uh that i know they made that the two that was a 2000 mules, that 2000 mules documentary or whatever i didn't watch it i gotta watch that still but like i mean i saw videos on twitter of of shady things on that on that night you know of the election day and stuff so it's like again i have eyes i'm not stupid i saw i could see what's going on you know it's like and that's the thing is like okay then why vote if it's just gonna be it's like it's like what do you do that's why we said before let that presidency stuff go vote local make your local elections change change your state to have someone who actually cares about freedom because then you could fight the federal government. Don't try to change the federal government. You're not going to. That's a lost cause. It's too corrupt. It's gone. It's gone forever. Yeah, you know, it, it starts at the grassroots. Yeah. Uh, you are correct about that. And, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, having a strong governor earlier, and that's absolutely true. But I tell you, somebody else that, that uh, I've found that uh, in some of the reports that I've been researching here lately is if you have a strong local attorney general can make a world of difference in your state. Yeah. Uh, the, the attorney general uh, in Minnesota, I think it was, uh, actually prevented the FBI from gaining access to all the gun buyers in his state. Uh, he stood up to them, and they lost. That's good. So, yeah, so we need, we need more people like that. So do your research, folks. Don't vote. Uh, when you go out this November and go out, I don't care if it is a presidential election. This is an important election. Go out and vote. And when you vote, research who you're voting for. Don't just pull down one tab, R, D, or I, or whatever. Uh, I, I'm guilty or of that. <laughs> or L. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, I'm guilty of that. I've done that in the past yeah. uh, before I actually woke up. You know, I was a Democrat, hardcore Democrat. Wow. Yeah. Until 2014. I was until uh, Obama and I noticed one day and I go into this into the book and I'm not going to give it all away, but, <laughs> uh, uh, 2014, I started noticing like, why is Obama calling me a racist and going around to these other countries, apologizing for our roots and our heritage. And that just, man. And then also, I, became yeah. And also, uh, she started five wars. Oh yeah. He was a horrible. <laughs> you know, and the thing was, is he had me at the beginning, like he did a lot of people because he talked about change and he was saying all the right things. He's a great speaker. I'll give him that all day. He could, he could, he could hold the crowd, man. Especially as a con, somebody who's a comic and talks for a living, that dude could hold your attention. Like he's a very good public speaker. And, but you know what? So is Hitler. So yeah. like, like, like that, there's the thing, like, I'm a sociopath a little bit. I think anyone just comedy is a little crazy. So like you have to be a little crazy to be that well at doing that. <laughs> like you, it's cause it's unnatural, right? Like what's the number one fear? Not death. That's two. One is public speaking. Why? Yeah. Cause it's very unnatural to us. You know, uh, Obama was awful. Also, let's not forget Obama drone striked an American citizens and he killed them. Don't forget that ever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Benghazi. He also stood behind Hillary Clinton on that. Oh yeah, that's a whole nightmare, and it's of course that was a whole nightmare (laughs) in itself. But like, no, he actually drone striked an American, like targeted an American citizen overseas, and then drone striked him. That's crazy. (laughs) That's that's an actual launch on that's an actual terroristic launch on on your own citizen from your government. That's what that was. Yeah, he he was a mature uh, candidate. He was people. He was designed to be president one day. Uh, Oh yeah. uh, George Soros put him through college. I don't know if you know who that is. But. Uh, yeah, yeah, for, of, of course you know Soros. <laughs> Anybody who, any no-name politician who comes out of nowhere and is at the forefront running for president, that's a push. That's a, that's a deep state push or a psyop push, whatever you want to call it. Of course that's- it is. Pete Buttigieg, all these guys. You're like, who? So you're telling me you can't even run South Bend, which can't be that hard. You have Notre Dame there. How can you screw that up? And then you fail. At th- you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, and then you have this guy, Beto O'Rourke, who's like, we're going to take your guns. And then like you get, keep getting crushed. And it's like the, all these people are trying, they're trying to push all these people forward. It's like, look, this guy's like a serious candidate. No, <laughs> they're, they're not. <laughs> yeah. I've got a real problem with mayor Pete. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, we are just about out of time. Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk to your comedy, uh, but we will come. I'm going to have you back on and we'll just talk about comedy. How's that? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, if you want to, uh, Adam, before we go, Go ahead and uh, give everybody how they can get a hold of you or maybe even book a show to go watch you uh, live uh, or yeah. where they can your videos. 
for sure. Uh, so, uh, first of all, just please go go uh, follow my podcast, Cult of Us, YouTube.com slash Cult of Us. Every subscription helps. And YouTube.com slash Adam Nutter. That's for the Porcupine and my comedy. The Cult of Us is just for my other podcast. Um, follow me on Twitter at Tattooed Comic and at, on Instagram at Adam Nutter. I post all my show dates. I'm on the road all the time and I'm local too. I'll uh, be in Orlando next month. Mo- oh, it's sold out. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> so just, just hit me up. Uh, go to droptent.com for everything else for all my show dates too. And if you actually, you could actually also, if you guys like dig me, you could fly me out and book a show yourself uh, through droptent.com if you want. So droptent.com for all the extra stuff and just download the podcast and yeah, follow me on social media. Now you're, uh, I do want to ask for the audience sake. I already know the answer. By the way, guys, uh, his podcasts are amazing. He's also on Spotify as well. The audio, yeah, version. I'm everywhere. Yeah, yeah, you can download the audio everywhere for both podcasts. Audio is available everywhere. Yeah, because uh, I actually follow uh, the Porcupine Show myself. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, I want one last question. Uh, your comedy? Do you uh, tie political? Like, do you make political jokes or no? No. Okay. Uh, it's it's. I'm not that guy for it. There's better guys to do that, and uh, I do. I work a lot of places. I'm, I still go to New York to like the stand and stuff like that. And I don't want to divide a room when I'm doing like my whole point is to make people laugh. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's all I, that's all I care about. I, that's why I have the other show for and what I do this for. Like, so I could talk about the stuff I care about. But when I'm on stage, I just want to be like, look, I'm dumb, right? <laughs> like my life's <laughs> stupid. I'm an idiot. I make a lot of mistakes or this is a crazy observation I saw or it's a crazy story of mine. Like, that's why I just want to make you guys laugh. I don't want to be people to be like, oh, and like, you know, cause that's going to happen. So especially with me. I'm not left, so it's gonna for sure happen. So I just no, just just jokes, just to escape your mind off the daily stuff. I promise. Yep. And like I said, I've asked. I knew that answer. I <laughs> I just want to know that. Uh, yeah, if you want to break away completely from everyday news, uh, political, what's happening in the world, uh, go check him out uh, and go check out his podcast, uh, The Cult of Us, uh, because uh, you don't talk about it on air either. It's nothing but no. jokes. That's just comedy. We're just joking around, making fun of each other, making fun of things we see, making fun of videos. We have on guests, uh, their comments, stuff like that. It's a fun time. We just had on uh, Mike Figs and Shannon Lee from Guest Digital Network uh, over in New York. It was super fun. Talk about ghost stories and stuff. It's just goofy stuff like that. It's just a fun time. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, Adam, once again, I want to thank you for hopping on with us. Uh, it's been a pleasure as always. And uh, we're going to have you on uh, back on real soon to talk about your comedy, sir. Yeah, for sure. I, 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 I get you in the Porcupine one day, too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Anytime. Anytime. Uh, All right, guys. So you've been listening to the Red Pill Current News Podcast with your host, the Kentucky guy and special guest comedian, Adam Nutter. Hey, guys, have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Hope you guys have a blessed day. And once again, thank you guys for joining us. As always, God bless and God bless America. Thank you.